The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Major Spoilers podcast covers news, reviews, and of course, spoilers, and goes into details about the topics discussed. So if you haven't read, listened, or watched the items we talk about, you might want to come back later. Hey everyone, welcome to the Saturday edition of the Major Spoilers podcast. So glad that you're taking part of your day and spending it with us. And I know that, gosh, you know, Rodrigo and and Matthew, it's so funny. I will, people who are part of the Complete Major Spoilers experience follow us on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash major spoilers. And I will say the moment that the podcast, the new episode is live, before iTunes has a chance to really update, and certainly it's the night before it actually goes live on the Major Spoilers website, and I will go back a half hour later, and there will already be hundreds of people who have already downloaded the episode. And nice. so it's really nice to see that so many people are into what we talk about. And uh, and this week, Rodrigo's here. Matthew is over there. Hello. Uh, Hello. We're going to talk about a recent trip that Rodrigo took. That's right. We haven't talked Two about friends. Magic the Gathering in such a long time. I haven't played, to be honest with you, Rodrigo, I haven't played Magic the Gathering in such a long time. I probably since, ought to, since the last time you and I played? Yeah, probably. I ought to give you just all my cards, because I have really... I'm starting to wane on the uh, the whole idea of Magic the Gathering, because I'm so into uh, well, the Dungeons & Dragons and the Critical Hit podcast. Uh, people should go listen to that, because it's an awesome show. If if someday you decide that you do want to get rid of your cards, I will gladly take them off your hands. Consider or if someday them... your wife decides that no, you no, want no. to get consider rid of... them taken. When next time you're over here at the house, please pick them up. All right. Well, we'll make we'll make this deal. If you ever want to get back into it, you just let me know. I'll make you a new deck, and we can start over. Right? Okay. That sounds fire. That sounds very fair. So, okay. Magic: The Gathering, card game, strategy game, uh, an addictive Massively game, popular. Yeah, massively popular and addictive because you have to go out and buy all these new packs and updates. And I think before, Rodrigo, you and I were talking about um, you've got a local group here in the community that you guys go and play every week. But there are also... Go ahead. Yeah, we play here about... We we actually get a bunch of people together and play about once a week. And we play everything, but Magic does tend to dominate um, because... Chances are somebody will have just constructed a new deck and come in and be like, guys, I want to test my new deck. And everybody's like, oh, awesome. And everybody plays. <laughs> um, and, you know, the one guy who wants to play Settlers of Catan has to sit there in the corner and wait for somebody to be done with their magic game. That was kind of funny because I was, I'd mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I was at Prairie Dog Comics in, in Wichita. And it was a Sunday, and that's when their magic, I guess, gathering. I don't know if they have stuff on Saturday, too. I'm sure they do. But I went in there, and there were all these people lined up playing the card game. And there was one guy over in the corner just kind of sitting there waiting for somebody to come over and say, hey, you want to play your game, which was not Magic the Gathering, but a very, mm-hmm. very popular popular game. And not only do they have the local meetings, Rodrigo, you also have a chance to go to uh, regional and national competitions. That's right. Um, right now, the, the they're gearing up for uh what they call the pro tour and they have over the entire country and actually outside of the country i think um 
these things that they call PTQs or Pro Tour qualifiers. Um, you go in, you play in a tournament, and if you end up in the top eight, you have a chance either to play again, I don't remember exactly, or to actually go, then I, I would imagine you get to play again in another uh, qualifying round. And then based on your scores, you get, you may get asked to participate in the Pro Tour, which I think is in uh, California this year. San Jose, I think. Oh, cool. San Jose, great town. Matthew, do you guys do some magic stuff every weekend, or what's the deal? Um, our recent magic tournaments kind of fell apart. One of the uh, driving forces uh, kind of fell off the face of the planet. Ah, well, that's um, going to be a big fall. I know that magic gets played because every Sunday morning when I clean out the game rooms, there's always magic cards discarded all over the floor. And I kind of wonder if they're going to miss those someday. Do you keep them? No, I chuck them. Oh, okay. You should keep them. Uh, well, yeah. You know, we here, used to just take them and put them in the loose box, but we no longer handle any loose magic cards oh, anymore. We don't. Have any, I was going to say you should. Singles. I was going to say you should sell them because you know here um, uh, frisbee golf is really popular in Hayes, and there's this one mm-hmm. shot that goes across Big Creek, which is for okay. those of you that don't know what Big Creek is, it's about a twenty foot drop. Very big. It ain't very big, but it's about a twenty foot drop into this uh, foul, nasty water. But it's also about oh thirty yards across. And that's where the T is on one side of it. You have to get your Frisbee across and underneath (laughs) all of the trees and a lot of Frisbees, all the discs fall into the water. And most people don't want to wade through that nastiness. But there's a group of, uh, I don't don't want to call them do-getters, entrepreneur high school kids (laughs) that will walk Mm -hmm. through the muck on a daily basis and collect the discs and then sell them for 50 cents a piece. So Nice. You should do that with those magic cards, Matthew. You should sell people back their property because it's easier. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Exactly. Yes, those are do-gooders right there, Steve. Remind me never to I, visit your universe that's because why if that's I a said, do-gooder, I don't want to go in the Barnes & Noble. That, no, yeah, it's not Barnes & Noble. It's B. Dalton. B. Dalton. B. Dalton. Um, exactly. uh, that's why I said they're entrepreneurs. So, Rodrigo, you had a chance to travel to Lincoln, Nebraska with who else went? Rob? Rob from Critical Hit. Yeah. Uh, he plays Smith. Yeah. And our rules man, Alex. Yeah, sometimes you hear him in uh, the background. Yep. Um, all three of us went. And, and it's the, this whole trip kind of started on a, on a weird note for me because Rob was like, Hey, Rodrigo, there's some, there's some events coming up in Magic. There's this one and there's this one and there's this one. Which one can you go to? And I was like, Well, I can go to uh, the one next week. But he gave them all to me in one lump. So I thought that this event was going to be in Wichita. And as it turns out, the one coming up this week is going to be in Wichita. Ah. So I so, got ready to go. So it he started off on a weird note like this or something? Is that a weird note? Yes. Okay. Like that. I All think right. it was more of an augmented seventh. Oh, well, that but, would be like this. Uh, yep. All right. It's pretty weird. <laughs> so he shows up your door and says, hey, you ready to go to Nebraska? Pretty much. Like, the, I... I Luckily, um, I'm the kind of person who, especially on a road trip, I'm like, okay, what is the G damn plan here? Right. Um, or the God D plan, uh, depending on what offends you the most. <laughs> um, and he's like, well, you know, uh, Alex will drive for about three hours and then we'll do this. And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, where is this tournament again? And he's like, oh, it's in Lincoln. I'm like, Lincoln, Nebraska. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So where are we staying? He's like, my brothers. I'm like, okay, we'll stay at his brothers. So we get going. 
And as we get closer, um, and of course this is through like mild slush at all times because the weather out here in the Midwest has been kind of generally crappy. Um, so we get, we start approaching the, the town that his brother lives in, which is about an hour out of Lincoln. And I'm like, so like, like how big is your brother's house? And he's like, oh no, he lives in a dorm. Oh God. I have so done apparently that before. We were going to stay with his younger brother who lives in a dorm. Yeah, that's terrible. So <laughs> along the way, we picked up our friend Jake who lives in Holton, Kansas, um, which is uh, straight north of Topeka. And so there were going to, there, there were basically four of us plus the three people that actually live in that dorm in that dorm. Uh, nice. Which, and, and, and yeah, I hope, and it was classy too. Sleeping bags or something. We did. And, okay. um, the, like, it just threw off all of my plans. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll get up a little earlier. Or I'll take a shower. So then I, I get up a little earlier and I get ready to take a shower. And I'm like, oh God, it's a dorm room shower. Communal Are shower? my feet going to disintegrate? <laughs> As soon as I set foot in this, I have I don't have the antibodies to survive a dorm shower anymore. <laughs> and I've been out of college for like five years now. Yeah. Uh, granted, I keep I, I purposefully keep my own shower in a constant state of disrepair to to kind of build up that kind of resistance. But you know, is it going to be enough? Um, since it's only me. Um, as it turns out. My feet have my toes haven't fallen off yet, so I, I'm hopeful that I will. Uh, if I have something, I'll recuperate from it. There you go. Uh, but we got up in the like the night before. We were trying to figure out when we were gonna go, and they were were sitting there trying to figure out. And Magic's uh, website, uh, Wizards of the Coast website, didn't have the time for the tournament. Mm. The store where the tournament was going to be held didn't have the time for the tournament. Uh. Rob had only been there once, so he had a rough idea of when we were needed to be there. And we were sitting there and we were trying to figure out, and like, well, this is a store opens at 10. And it wasn't like, today we're opening at 10. It was like, we always open at 10 on Sundays. So we figured it had to, like, registration probably started at 10. So we get going, and to make that part of the story shorter, we got totally lost and got there right around 10. And as we're walking in through the door, they're like, okay... Deck list had to be finalized. We are starting in two minutes. Oh, geez. So we basically missed that whole hour for registration because apparently they open early on uh, days when they have a tournament. But so you got registered I had all my and everything. We did. I had all my stuff. I had all my stuff ready. Like I had uh, gone and written out my deck list and everything. So I just turned that in. Um, Alex had his deck finalized. So he just wrote it in. Rob hadn't even finished his sideboard yet. So he had to do that and uh, had the uh, rare... Um, honor of being called out by name by the administrators, uh, <laughs> yelled into a crowd of nerds and had to like do, do his little walk of shame over to the desk to, uh, finalize his deck. Um, which is funny. He's going to love that I'm telling this story. Actually, he doesn't care. He doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> curse you. Yeah, I know. He's off uh, the, he's off the podcast. Yeah. Which is funny, which, you know, is, is something that you guys should really consider that it's making fun of Rob is basically fair game. Since he doesn't listen to the show. Yes. Well, uh, we'll fix that. Uh, Brian does listen to the show. He's a little bit behind. So usually about two weeks later, he'll come over and punch me in the shoulder over something I don't even remember making fun of him for. 
Um, anyway, so we got started and they announced that they were going to have a free booster draft. Um, and I'll go over into uh, what a booster draft is here in a little bit. Um, for the first handful of people to drop after two losses, which means you enter the tournament, you lose your first two full matches. Um, you know, you lose two out of three games twice. And then you can drop and take part in this free booster draft. Mm, okay. Uh, or you can continue playing and try to improve your score as you go. Um, so I played my first game, did okay my uh, on the on the first match, but lost. And then the second match, honestly, just made totally crappy decisions because um, I was uh, trying to play my deck probably a little faster than it actually plays, and ended up losing that match. Um, mm. My first match for those people who actually you know care about magic and. Uh, are currently keeping track of the admirer. This, this the PTQ is a uh, extended event, so stuff from uh, all the way from I think um, Cold Snap through the current sets apply. Um, and they were playing a Knight of the Reliquary uh, kind of zoo deck based on um, a lot of Kurt Apes and Loam Lions. Um, the second guy I played Kurt had Apes a... and Gnome Lions, Kurt Apes and Gnome Lions. Navy Bees, yes. Um, the second guy I played had a uh, red-white landfall deck, and my deck was red-white. Um, Sunforger, Boros Deck Wins variant. Um, These words, they they, they are familiar to me, and yet I know not <laughs> what they mean. Yep. Exactly. Baloney. Uh, it's like you said you had a cheese uh, sandwich deck. Yes, uh-huh. I had a cheese sandwich deck. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the second guy okay. I played had a tomato soup deck, and <laughs> it just uh, completely disintegrated mine. Um, I did. I think I played well. Uh, three out of those uh, initial four matches. Um, the problem was is that my deck was not built to be fast enough for the current environment. Mm. Um, and that's and that's definitely an issue that a lot of decks have. You either need more control to buy yourself the turns to then drop your big combo piece or be fast enough that you don't let people build up the turns to get their big combo piece. Um, so I lost my first two games and I was like, okay, I'll just drop out of the contest and get a free booster draft. What a booster draft is, is you set a bunch of people around the table. They each get three booster packs um, and you crack open a pack Take one card from it, pass it to the left. Take a card from the pack that's just been passed to you and pass that pack to the left. And you keep doing this until that pack is gone, open the next one. Then until the next pack is gone, open the next one. And then you build a deck out of the cards you picked out. Now, this was a free booster draft, which means I basically got three... Like, I I didn't have to pay for these. And any cards I drafted, I got to keep. Oh, cool. Which was really... Now, the entry fee for the tournament... Was about thirty bucks, mm-hmm. um, which is high. Honestly, I was really? I was actually really surprised that it was that high. Yeah, um, most of the tournaments that I've been to usually are between twelve and twenty bucks, but that's might be because they're just uh, like rules levels zero and one kind of things, mm-hmm. um, and maybe because it's a pro tour qualifier, it's a little bit more expensive. Anyway, it was about thirty bucks. So while I'm playing, while I'm drafting for this uh, um, 
draft tournament, I crack a the new planes. This was a World Wake draft, so Zendikar and World Wake, and I cracked and I pulled out on my first World Wake deck or World Wake World Wake pack the latest Planeswalker, the only Planeswalker out of World Wake, which is actually going for a lot of money nowadays in the black market. No, oh, cool. And by that I mean. You know, people who actually buy individual cards. Right. So it's after that whole thing went through and I it was a single elimination tournament and I lost my first two matches. So I was immediately eliminated from that, too. Um, I, I, it was I, I did pretty suckily at this in general. I had a good time, though. So I walk up to the counter and I'm like, how much will you give me for this? And they're like, we will give you about as much as your entry fee. Oh. And I was like, done. So it's hilarious that I lost, but because I lost, I came out even. Yeah. Could you have gotten more um, than 30 bucks for that card? I could have probably negotiated it more, but I was like, eh, I don't care. I don't know how much, I mean, what do cards normally go through? Is 30 bucks high for a card? 30 bucks is pretty high for a card. Okay. Um, that is about, um, well, there's different tiers. There are cards that aren't printed anymore. And will probably not be printed again ever. Those cards go for hundreds of dollars. Okay, all right. Um, so cards. I mean, this card this. is this card is brand new. There's still probably millions of copies of this card across the United States that haven't been opened yet, or that are actually in people's hands. Right. But it's still rare enough, and people want it badly enough that it's still worth thirty bucks. Cool. Also, um, break even. Sorry. That's not bad. It it really wasn't. It it turned out pretty all right for me. Um, Alex, Rob also dropped out. I think he could have probably stayed and uh, helped his uh, score a little bit if he had tried to get in another match. But the allure of uh, free cards just got to be too much <laughs> for him. So he also dropped out and uh, was in the tournament. Uh, he also got eliminated after the first game. So then basically Rob and I just sat there for about an hour afterwards just playing with our draft decks um, while everybody else continued to worry about the tournament. Um, Alex won his first two matches um, or his the first two games and lost the second two. So if he had kept playing, he could have probably made, made top eight. But at that point, I think his brain was pretty fried. So it was like, ah, whatever, let's just go home. Mm. So while this all was happening... Snow was pretty down, was, was, was starting to come down pretty hardcore. And we had thought, you know, if the snow is bad enough, we'll just stay. Tomorrow we'll drive home in the morning. We'll swing by Topeka and see Matthew at Gatekeeper Hobbies. Huntoon engage! Topeka, Kansas. Stop in so, and qualify for an Iron Monger action figure by getting your picture taken Iron with Matthew Monger, this Iron Sunday. Does whatever an Iron. Conger. Um, <laughs> so back to the story. <laughs> um, actually, it's because his name is Ivan Ronald Monger. <laughs> um, I thought his name was Obadiah Stain. Yeah, that too. Uh, um, the so we're driving back, and we're like, "Well, hey, Rob's brother, what's the weather going to be like tomorrow?" And he's like, "Snow apocalypse." <laughs> they always say that. He, he didn't, he, yeah. Um, so we're like, okay, well, let's drive back today before it gets too bad. So we drive back, and Alex basically drives from Lincoln, Nebraska, 
to Salina, Kansas, which is most of the way. Yeah, it is. When we get to Salina, we stop, and he's like, you know what, guys? And, and we drop Jake off at Holton. Um, and he's like, you know what, guys? I'm way too tired. Somebody else take over. And I'm like, okay, I'll take over. Rob didn't want to drive because apparently snow makes him sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> he gets hypnotized by the <laughs> yeah, flags. He's, he's, he's like a bear. He's like, oh, it is snowing. I'm going to make a little den. <laughs> he was curled up in the back with all his magic cards surrounding him. He he was he was he was national <laughs> magic card. He was he was curled up in his uh, Green Lantern hoodie. Okay. He was quite adorable. And a bologna sandwich in his left hand. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of great because you can you can see factions when you go to a tournament like this. There are guys who are obviously wearing their magic type shirts. Right. Um, Rob was wearing a Green Lantern shirt. Alex was wearing a Triforce like uh, from Zelda. I was wearing my Venom shirt. So you can usually see where people stand just by what they're wearing. And also because um, Midwestern nerds tend to be taller than me, and that place was packed, I saw a lot of cool t-shirt designs because I come up to about everybody's <laughs> chest. <laughs> the smell was terrible, but a lot of cool t-shirts. Welcome to the comic book and gaming industry. <laughs> I, I didn't know if they were supposed to be vintage or if those stains were... Uh, just acquired in the last Those are hour. authentic stains <laughs> that Hal Jordan got in his battle with Sinestro. That's right. Oh, boy. Um, so anyway, we're driving back, and on the way there, Alex kept commenting how every time we drove over a bridge, the car started doing weird things. And I was like, well, sometimes bridges get to, like this pressure thing where like the wind blows a little harder on them, especially if they're like up on a hill. Right. Um, don't worry about it too much. So we start driving, and... Pretty soon, it becomes obvious that the reason why the bridges make the car behave funny is because they're covered in ice. Ah, uh, joy. And by yeah. the time we got to Kansas, so was the rest of the freeway. Joy, joy, joy. Now, I realized this right around the time we were skidding into the median. Uh. Uh, because it was black ice. Like, I had no idea. I could not tell that we were driving on ice. Hey, first of all, it's African-American ice. <laughs> That's what I was going <laughs> to And second of all... The median. I'm sorry. Oh no! Right. So and 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 Rob and Rob will corroborate the story. I was driving, and the car starts to fishtail, and we start to slide into the median. And Don't come as, back from Dead Man's Car. Dun, dun, as dun, as dun. the car starts to go into the me across, because we were on the right lane, as it goes into the left lane and starts to go into the median. I basically did this the whole time as I was trying to ride the car. We're okay. We're okay. We're okay. We're okay. We're okay. We're not okay. We're okay. We're okay. We're okay. And I did this as we slid into the median, almost into that little ditch that they have. Oh, yeah. The drainage. Yeah. Yeah. Slid back onto the left lane, back onto the right lane, turned around facing the opposite direction. Uh, in which this uh, lane was supposed to go, and skidded into the ditch. Oh, man. Everybody was okay, thankfully, right? Everybody was fine, and as we slid to a stop, I put the car in park, Alex turns to me and says, I'm awake now, I can drive the rest of the way. <laughs> I'll never forget him, Rodrigo of the pack. <laughs> So, 
we you decided how many old songs are about people dying horribly oh, yeah. in car crashes. Yeah, they are. Because nobody wore seatbelts well, back then. Thank you, Ralph Nader. It's it's kind of funny because the rest of the way we just kind of talked about horrible car wrecks that people had been in. Yeah. Like we didn't almost were just in a horrible car wreck. Did you all start um, cracking up though after after you were done? <laughs> we did after a while, okay. and uh, we we got to Russell because those guys uh, live in Hayes. Right. Um, and we're just like, okay, let's just stop in Russell. You guys can just crash at my place. Alex, since Alex drove most of the way, and when I was driving, I got us into the ditch, and he got us safely to Russell. Um, I let him. I was just like, okay, you can sleep in my bed. I'll sleep in the couch. Ah. So Alex got to actually, you know, sleep like a normal. My bed is massively uncomfortable, though. So the joke was on him. <laughs> um, and we like. I couldn't get to sleep because of, you know, adrenaline, the, the whole. Yes. Um, but those two guys, Rob was asleep <laughs> before he walked through the door. <laughs> well, what time was this? Midnight? Um, we probably got. Actually, it wasn't that late. It was probably a little before midnight when we oh, got okay. back. All right. Because uh, we left pretty early. You should have you should have stayed in Salina at uh, Skrull Brian's house. I'm sure his wife would have loved that. Um, sure. Or the Red Roof Inn. Yeah. I'm, hey, speaking of uh, red things, um, I we ate before we, we left. Call those Schleicherzitions. <laughs> we before we left Lincoln, we ate at a Red Robin. Red Robin, yep. yum. And I had not eaten at a Red Robin in a long time. Let me tell you, their ham, like their cheeseburgers, are yeah. spectacular. Yeah, they are, and their French fries are the like, best. I had not had a cheeseburger that good in forever. Like I was, I'm, I'm so, so impressed with how good that cheeseburger was. In fact, as I was skidding to my death, uh, I thought to myself, <laughs> my I cannot die. I cannot die before I have another Red Robin cheeseburger. Um, and thus got us safely to the ditch. Welcome, welcome to Western Kansas, right? You can't get anything. I was talking hey. to a woman. I was talking to a woman from Disney uh, this week because I'm trying to get a screener copy of something, and she's like, "Well, do you think you'll be able to go to the theater and see it?" I said, "I'm. I live five hours from Denver and Kansas City. If the movie comes there, I still doubt I will go see it." And she's like, "Oh yeah, let me see if I can work with you on something." Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it. It kind of sucks, you know. Whenever I go back to um, Ohio to visit my parents, there's two places I go: Chipotle. Oh, yeah. And whatever sushi place is open at the time when I can no longer bear to not eat sushi. There you go. Because, uh, you know, you just don't get that stuff out here in Kansas. Go to Lawrence. Lawrence has got a lot of good sushi places. Uh, we have killer sushi here in town, actually. Yeah. Well, I do. Well, yes. But once you hit Topeka, you're back in the civilized part of Kansas. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. We have sushi. <laughs> All right. When, when you hit Topeka... It's like being in a border town. Yeah, you, you know, go. you get the you, you you can barter with the savages with sushi. The alliance don't come here, but sometimes their their ships do. Yeah, it's so, a good place to stay off in the radar with me and my crew. So, what's next in the in the tournament? You've got one going on this weekend, right? But I'm not going to be able to go to it because I have work. Um, oh, damn you! After work. after all the all the craziness, I was really like, I was like, you know what? I am not going to another tournament in winter. But after that, I was thinking, you know, I think I have an idea for a deck that's a little faster and a little better, and I kind of want to try it out. So I think in two weeks from now, 
is another tournament, and that one's actually in Kansas. So I might let them talk me into going to that one. Where's that one at? Wichita? Um, I think it's going to be in Wichita. Oh, it might yeah. be a prairie dog. Might be. You have to let That's me know. Maybe I'll just go down and browse through comics that day. And and here's the thing. If if I find out that there is another tournament coming up, then I'm probably going to see if I can just horrendously take control of the logistics because I am not staying in someone's dorm room again. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're so, officially old, by the way. So nobody, yeah, qualifies, nobody qualifies for a national tournament. I was hoping you'd come back and say, I'm going to nationals. Yeah, that would have been pretty awesome. The, here's the thing. Uh, actually, the three of us, Rob, Alex, and I, um, we are using decks that we largely designed. Uh, Alex is using what is what they're calling a quill spike combo, which has been going around, but very few people play it because it's not a very reliable uh, combo. Mm -hmm. But he's made a deck that is completely based around getting the two cards you need and killing somebody in two turns. Wow. It's pretty impressive when it fires. Um, Rob has combined two major deck archetypes, the fairies deck and the ninja deck, to make a ninja fairy deck. Um, and I built a deck that is uh, around this artifact that's a hammer um, that um, has a lot of control and stops people from doing stuff. Right. So... Largely, I built the deck because that artifact allows me to tell my opponent to stop and then do something with the hammer, at which point I go, stop, hammer time. Yes. <laughs> yes, you saw that coming. And that, and that is why I built that deck. As it turns out, it's a deck that in casual play is really strong. So we thought it might be ready for uh, that kind of tournament. But what I'm getting at is that all three of us have what are called rogue decks, mm -hmm. which aren't the most popular, most efficient decks out right now. So we're probably never going to make to make it to nationals playing rogues because everybody who just goes on the internet finds the most badass decks and plays those. Ah, uh, yeah. Op optimization of the game is ridiculous. Exactly. So Why I quit playing Kingdom of Loathing. Usually, what like our biggest goal is to crack top eight. So that our weird ass decks will make it on the internet. Oh, uh, cool. And then see if then someone else will take them and optimize them. But they will be our designs and they have to credit us for the design. Oh, cool. So you didn't crack the top eight, though. We didn't crack the top eight. So Not probably nobody knows. Nobody knows that Cool Spike, Salsa, Ninja Fairies, or Hammer Time exist at this point. Quill Spike, Salsa? Yep. Uh, All right, Rodrigo, before we go, let's talk one more gaming thing. Okay. You got me addicted to this freaking game called Plants vs. Zombies from PopCap on the PC. It's a fun, addictive game if people haven't played it before. Um, you have an iPod Touch, right? Who, me? Yes. No, I have a video iPod. Oh, okay. Plants vs. Zombies was released on the iPod Touch two weeks ago, and I have not nice. been able to put the game down. <laughs> it works so much better on the iPod Touch because, you know, on the game, you have to move your mouse around and click. Here, it's just like tapping on the screen, and if you can get multiple fingers going at a time, it's like so much faster to play that game. Nice. So I highly like recommend... like Dance Hero? Now, here's, here's the thing. You can get, right now, an app 
Do you, do you remember us talking about Planescape? Yes. There's this uh, kind of side game to go with magic called Planescape. Right. Which uh, represents like you as a planeswalker <coughs> jumping around different planes and those having effects on your magic. Mm-hmm. You can get an app for that on your iPod Touch right now. Oh, cool. There's so, so much I don't stuff know, out there. I don't know where you kids go to get your iPod stuff nowadays, but go there and look for Planescape if you're into magic. Um, you probably have to pay the same amount that you would to actually buy the cards, but now you have it in your super cool phone and you can listen to Arcade Fire while you do it. <laughs> Excellent. Matthew, you want to add anything else to Crazy Magic Tournaments? I actually understood about one word in five, and I realized how Rodrigo must feel when I start talking about why Matter Eater Lad did what uh, he did in a... You know... You know in Legion of Superheroes number 211. Probably the equivalent of that is when you actually start going into like creators and what they did. Because you just start yeah. spouting up all these names of Jewish people and I have no idea who they are. <laughs> and now you both you know, know really how funny. I feel all the time. <laughs> I've been reading the uh, the uh, EC, uh, it's a book called Foul Play about EC Comics and the history of EC Comics. Mm-hmm. And as I'm reading through these names, you know, I was telling my wife about it and my daughter is like, why do their names all end in Berg or Steen? <laughs> and I'm like, well, honey. Because when you become a comic book creator, you have to put a prefix on your name. That's right. Or lose one. Remember, Jacob Kurtzberg became Jack Kirby. There yep. you go. All right, everybody. So that's... Plan. Ah, zombie! <laughs> all right. <laughs> that, that's it, everybody, for this week's show. Thanks so much for being part of the Major Spoilers experience. Uh, on Tuesday, hey, that Major Spoilers poll is still open over at Majorspoilers.com, where you can vote on the next trade that we will be reviewing. You'll find out the answer to that on the next show, because we know that you love comics, and we know that some of you love magic, and we do too, and we will talk with you next time. Stop. Hammer time. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash Majorspoilers and on MySpace at myspace.com slash Majorspoilers. Fat Dick's Ray Vision of a Superman I could save a few bucks and stand around And read through the covers of the comics on the stand But although every other page Would be backwards I suppose I could still read the evens and the odds Well I don't know Guess I haven't thought this all the way through Plus as soon as the comic book store guy knew He kicked my butt out on the corner What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Think about a better way If I was hulking green or gray I could just bust through that brick wall Take their comic books away But then the little meat would deal With all the tanks and bombs and guns Have you ever tried to read a series With all that going on Guess I need to rethink this plan How would I back and board my comics With such a chance Guess I already told ya What a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah What a major spoiler What a major spoiler 
are raving rich like a man of iron. I might not be surprised to find that I might actually have the hard cold to follow an entire storyline. Would I really even need to read upon all those escapades? I mean, who needs such distractions when your sister's such a babe? But the downside is such a beast. Being shot up in a fine me in the Middle East with a King Santo and soldier. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a major spoiler. Whoa, 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 whoa. What a major spoiler. Major Spoilers Podcast. Copyright 2010.